Let's go. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so welcome back to This is Married for another episode. And today, because we spent all last week telling you about all the things we do to nourish our bodies (laughs) and how much we enjoy food, uh, today we've decided to put ourselves and everyone else on a diet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so when we were going through and listing all the restaurants we went to and all the food experiences and all the, you know, whatever, we didn't mention that, I don't know, getting married kind of puts on the pounds. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, this is also one of those, like, old married tropes right like you get married and you get fat and happy and it's because like you don't have to impress anybody anymore (laughs) right yeah and that's kind of real talk before Winston and I got married I was in the best shape of my life like I was going to the gym like four or five times a week and I just, I look so good. I was looking at our old wedding pictures the other day, and I was like, look how skinny, so pretty. <laughs> you still look good, baby. Thank you, honey. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think I was, I'm, I was, before I got married, I was probably the weight I was, um, I am now, after dieting, which we'll talk about. Um, I was pretty hefty before I moved to New York and then I dropped a lot of pounds and then I got married and then those pounds kept creeping back up and up and up and up Mm -hmm. and up. So yeah, we kind of, you know, made the decision to, um, do a diet and also make the decision to do it together, which I think is, is very interesting. Um, but first, before we start about our, our dieting adventures, I do want to talk about the first time we kind of decided to change our eating habits as a couple or as a quasi couple uh, actually you change your eating habits and i didn't change it don't thing. lie <laughs> don't lie to the people Winston. you didn't change anything um so i i don't know how this struck me but one day i decided it's, it's just like anytime i've i've been on many a diet you know um as a cisgendered woman in New York, um, <laughs> you got, you know, appearances you think you need to upkeep. And, uh, you know, that has taken me through just just period in America. Like, I, I, I think my first diet, I was 11. Um, if you listen to the last episode, I talked a little bit about it, like when I stopped eating red meat. Um, and as a result, my parents also like just stopped eating red meat because, okay, the kid's not going to have it. So don't, don't have it in the house, I guess. (laughs) There's not really any point. And, um, I also went through a period where I was like a pescatarian. I went through a period where I was a vegetarian, not healthy vegetarian by any means, but it was just because I couldn't afford real food. when you're a college kid. Um, And then I went back to just not eating red meat. Um, 
and that's kind of the diet I was on when I met Winston. I didn't eat red meat and uh, his Southern sensibilities were offended, I'm sure. I mean, at that point, I think when I met you, I wasn't eating red meat. And, you know, at that point, I cut out sodas from my diet. I was doing yeah. some things. Yeah. I wasn't, like, officially dieting, but I was kind of being a little bit more uh, health conscious. Oh. Um, not really, like, maybe not health conscious, but I knew that there were things I needed to cut out of my, my diet. Mm. And I was doing that around that time. So, but the whole actual idea of dieting to me is just, I think growing up as a male and growing up in the South, it's just like not even heard of. Mm. Like, why would you do that? Yeah. You know, and then also too, dieting is kind of like back in the day, it was like Weight Watchers. And like, (laughs) so it just had these, these kind of like, I don't know, just connotations to it. And I kind of felt like that that just never fit me. Right. Um, As opposed to where I grew up, regionally, Southern California. The dieting capital yeah, of the world, basically. We're very healthy. We have, you know, fresh fish and good seafood and the best produce. And it's just like, you got to look good. You got to keep up appearances. So <laughs> let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Cali. So before we, I guess like, you know, you were kind of, you know, didn't eat meat and and like I kind of didn't, you know, didn't care. Yeah. (laughs) But then I think one day you said that you were going to start becoming vegan. Right. Yes. So I, I don't know how I decided. I'm not really remembering how it just came to be, but I came home and I was like, so I'm going to become a vegan. (laughs) And, um, you know, I started telling people about it because that's the first thing you do. You you let people know so they're prepared for, like, when you go out and you don't order the thing with dairy and you have the complicated order and you look at your menu and there's only two things you can actually eat and you're like, can we go somewhere else? (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, But it was a a big undertaking uh, because, you know, even though I was like, I was conscious of the dairy I was putting in my body at that time because a doctor told me once that I was um, uh, lactose intolerant. Uh, I didn't care, though. I still, like, ate cheese. I still, like, had cream in my coffee on occasion. I still ate a lot of ice cream, mayo, all the things that you like, you know. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> like vegan was going to be a pretty big move, even though I didn't eat red meat at the time. Um, but I decided to go for it. People told me all their little stories about it. And they told me like, oh, you're going to drop a lot of weight. And sure enough, I think it took like six weeks for me to lose like 15 pounds. Um, and then I lost another 10 on top of that. Uh, felt really good about myself and I was doing all of this leading up to what I knew would be a stopping point um, and that was our trip to Taipei um, so for like six months I think about six months I was full-on vegan and I stopped in February which was about a month before we went to Taiwan um, and I switched back to kind of eating everything, um, which I hadn't 
done since I was 11 years old. Um, <laughs> so now I'm like, Winston's like, oh, what do you want to do? I'm like, oh, let's go to Shake Shack. <laughs> like, never had a Shake Shack burger before. What's that like? <laughs> and just trying all of these other things. Um, you know, maybe falsely, I'm not really sure. I'm not a doctor or anything. I don't know anything about nutrition, but I thought I was like preparing my body to just be ready to consume all kinds of foods. I didn't want to hinder myself if you listen to the last episode like we like to eat and we like to eat good (laughs) um so I didn't want to like have any limitations going to this new country and this new place um and and I wanted to avoid getting sick so didn't want to go from vegan to eating food in another country um uh, so I I I gave it my best and I gave it my all and I did not get sick (laughs) And I ate all the things in Taipei, and it was amazing. <laughs> I feel like you could get away with being pescatarian or vegetarian in Taipei. Though. Yeah, I, I think like there's a lot of places where either you know by default, like you, there's a lot of you know just vegetables on the menu, yeah. or you know there are like kind of vegetarian places yeah. that exist out there. Yeah, maybe um, not vegan. No, no, no. Vegan is like, I feel like that's something that is pretty much like an almost like an American thing. Because mm-hmm. uh, even in Europe, like they're still kind of like, yo, what is vegan? Yeah. Um, and I kind of, you know, it's, it's kind of interesting too, just because Lauren's kind of like, I'm going to become vegan. And it was kind of like, oh, okay, what does that mean for me? Type of thing. Yeah, just like <laughs> just like my parents all those years ago. <laughs> Back in 1995, <laughs> I have a very strong effect on people's diets. So I kind of was like vegan adjacent. Um, essentially, I think I stopped eating meat for breakfast. Um, I stopped eating like meat in the house. So if I was out at a restaurant, I would still order meat. But like if I was in the house, like I would only cook vegan uh, foods and or, or only cook you know vegan so like no meat you know no dairy um dairy substitutes things like that so that i could eat that so 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 that lauren can eat that's and so nice yeah it worked out pretty well like i didn't really it's kind of it's kind of interesting because you know, we'll talk about like eating meat now with keto but i didn't miss meat yeah. as much as i thought i would and i also got a better um, kind of picture of what vegan could be. Um, when you think about vegan, a lot of people are like, oh, it's just like tofu mm-hmm. and just, you know, whatever. Uh, fake or, meat. Or, yeah, or fake, fake meat. Fake or there's cheese. just like terrible, like vegan replacement, like Philly cheesesteaks. Yeah. That are ter- like awful. Which it did for, you know, to be fair, the things used to be bad yeah <laughs> it yeah. used to be that it was like boca burgers and tofurkey yeah those things aren't good like <laughs> exactly and they're not good replacements for someone who's going from being a meat eater to being plant-based exactly um but there's just some amazing vegan food out there um that i got to experience just because you know i was trying to be in the vegan mindset and living in New York, it's fairly easy to go like a by Chloe, yeah. which is like a vegan 
only restaurant chain, like yeah. fast casual restaurant chain. Um, you know, there's the, there's this Asian vegan restaurant that was like that was near one of my jobs that I really love going to. So I think it kind of really opened my eyes to the possibilities of what um, a plant based diet could be. And I, I enjoyed it. Like, I, I'm not vegan right now, but I felt myself having more energy. I felt myself having more, um, just like, just like I felt healthier at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that I think I found myself doing, and this is what I was explaining to somebody last week, was I started eating a lot of rice. Yeah. And I actually started gaining weight because I, like, I, I felt like I need to have, like, you know, some type of protein and starch and things like that. So it's a lot of rice and potatoes, mm. which is not great. For, and noodles. And noodles, mm. which are all vegan, but they're not great for, you know, like, you know, losing weight. And yeah. also, too, like, there's things that are marketed as vegan, but have a lot of sugar in it, which is also something that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, and a lot of chemicals. And a lot of chemicals and a lot of preservatives. Read those labels. But they're they're marketed as quote unquote vegan. Um, so I think that's kind of interesting too. It's not. I don't feel like vegan or veganism is kind of like this all all encompassing cure all. And also too, like we both approached veganism not from say a animal rights standpoint right <laughs> but more from a health standpoint yeah sorry to all our <laughs> vegan friends out so, there I, um, I, but, it's not that we love animals so much that we don't want to eat them. yeah so i think that's also too i, I think like it, you know the messaging has kind of been started off as uh, animal rights thing and yeah. it's become more of a health thing but there are some pitfalls in terms like that i noticed um you know with a vegan diet so, um, so we did that. We, like, like I said, when we went to Asia, we stopped, um, mm-hmm. well, and Lauren stopped. Yep. We and when we got back, I was like, back. okay, I'm going to try being vegan six days a week mm-hmm. and have one cheat day that slowly devolved into, uh, vegan-ish where it was just like when I could, yeah. <laughs> when, I, when I felt like it. I would have a vegan meal, um, but my my diet was still pretty plant forward, I guess, or maybe vegan forward, maybe not necessarily plant forward. But eventually, as the year twenty eighteen wore on, I found myself um, being this exact same weight as Winston, um, and it was it was high. I'll go ahead and say it. <laughs> I was one hundred and seventy nine pounds. And it was very close to the highest weight I had ever been. Um, And I was uh, sort of shocked into our our next diet move, or my next diet move, um, by by that number. Um, We actually didn't even really know anything about keto when when we started to consider it, because... Um, my mom, hey mom, <laughs> my mom Hi, Paula. Uh, sent us a, uh, a, a documentary that she wanted us to watch really badly on, on Netflix. Uh, if, you, if you've heard the word keto, then you probably have heard about this documentary um, uh, called The Magic Pill. 
And she like texted it to me. She was like, you got to watch this documentary. And I just never got around to it. And then she came to visit us at the end of um, 2018, so last year. And uh, it was one night, it was kind of cold, and we had just had a very busy day, and we didn't want to go outside at night. So uh, we ordered in, and she turns on our Netflix, and she forces us to watch this documentary that she'd been telling us about for months. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we we were sold. Yeah. I mean, it's a, there's a lot of information out there uh, about the ketogenic diet. Um, but I think this is actually where a lot of people, why it's so popular right now and very hip and trendy is because a lot of people watched this documentary and realized, oh, snap, I'm, I'm eating like all these things that are not actually good for me. Um, just like yours, babe, your kind of realization that there's a ton of chemicals and like yeah. crappy stuff in in quote unquote vegan food. Um, it's it's kind of eye opening once you understand how your body breaks down food for energy. Um, and, and this is what I was most interested in. I think it was the science behind it, um, even more than what would ultimately result in in weight loss. I was like, oh, that's what your body does. Yeah. <laughs> The body is an amazing, amazing thing. Um, so I, I thought it was kind of cool. And I just looked at Winston after it was over. And I was like, are you down? And he's like, yeah, I'm down. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and at that point, we, we were both the same weight. I was, I was like pushing 180 pounds. Yep. And I, I've been that weight before. But I think it kind of shocked me. We got a scale, I think, around that time, too. Yeah. And I think it was just like a, oh, my Our goodness. Our digital scale. Yeah. So, and we were tracking our weight and Fitbit. Um, so, I, I think we were both coming to the realization that we had to do something. And, yeah, I mean, keto was, is actually kind of interesting. I, the goal is to get your body into a state of ketosis, which basically means that there are no carbs for your body to, to burn. At a certain or point, very little, or very yeah. little, um, and then once your body like sees that there's very low carbs, it'll start to burn fat, and that's where you get the weight loss form is the body just kind of burning and burning and burning and burning through this fat, and the way that you kind of achieve a low to low carb diet is to cut out a lot of the good things. <laughs> <laughs> That you enjoy. So breads, um, so rices, starches, so like potatoes, things like that. Um, like well beer. Beer is a big a yeah. big one. Fruit. Um, a lot a lot of fruit. A lot of fruit is off the table. So things like beans are, pre- are yep. off the table. Yep. Um, yeah, so fruits have a lot of sugar in them. So yeah, fruits are off the table, beans. Um and it's basically what's on the table are green vegetables and meat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at its, at its very core. Yeah. Um, those are things that are, you know, kind of with, without carbs. And um, hard liquor. Hard mm-hmm. liquor has no carbs. What's That's up? on the table. <laughs> <laughs> what's up, Tequila? I see you. <laughs> George Clooney, call me. <laughs> we could be your Casamigos. 
uh, ambassadors. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyhow, so yes, we, we uh, suddenly had to avoid a lot of foods that we had in large quantities in our house. Um, and part of what happens on the, the magic pill, we encourage everybody to watch it, you know, even if you don't end up going on such a diet, because it is a little extreme. Um, uh, it, it's still really good television. Uh, what they do is there's this couple that kind of helps, helps a few families or, or people to um, transition to this diet. And the first day is kind of like uh, what happens on uh, Tidying Up with Marie Kondo. <laughs> <laughs> um, they go through and you sort of just start throwing things out. <laughs> and that seemed a little extreme um, uh, for, from where we stood because we thought we were just going to kind of come back to our normal diet at the end of it all. Um, so we didn't really feel the need to toss out everything. Um, and even right now we just have a big bag of like rice and noodles in a closet. If, if you need a five pound bag of rice, we got you. Hit us up. Send us a DM on Instagram. Yeah, we were so sure. I mean, Winston was more sure. I, I was more of the mindset of, yeah, let's just get it out of the house. Really, like, what's it going to do for us? Nothing. Um, <laughs> but as we've learned in previous episodes, Winston's a hoarder. So it's fine. <laughs> I, I just didn't want to throw it out, though. I, I mean, understand. It's good stuff. Okay. It is. We have, we have rice. We have quinoa. <laughs> yes. We have quinoa. We have lentils. Pasta, lentils, pasta. All that stuff we can't eat on keto, so and we stuff. still have not gotten back to eating. Uh, we'll talk about a little bit about the PTSD later. Yeah, but, um, but, uh, yeah. It, it was ultimately as we as we dove in, um, it, it turned out to be really great for weight loss. Um, between the two of us, we started on January second, and our official end date was middle of March, so we were on for about ten weeks. Um, uh, and we, between the two of us, we lost about 40 pounds. Uh, and it was good. I, I think it kind of put us in a place where it was just a great reset um, for, for, our, for our weight. Um, what it was not great for was our energy levels. <laughs> yeah. We didn't want to do anything. Well, there's this thing called like the keto flu. Which oh, yeah. I got. That's right. Which you did was get the like keto flu. low energy, but also like bad breath and like some other symptoms. And I that hit me like twice. It hit me hard. Um, but yeah, like the the energy was just not there. It was just like really tough. Like we wouldn't we didn't exercise, which is actually kind of interesting because we're still losing weight, so we didn't feel like the need to exercise. But like we also just didn't have the energy to. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it was winter, which is great. And this is a great time to do the keto diet because yeah. you're not outside. Well, if you live in the Northeast. Don't do it now. Yeah. <laughs> or like, you know, Minnesota or somewhere. You're not like outside, you know, every day. So you don't have the temptation of like going <laughs> to day drink <laughs> or, you know, going out to dinner or things like that just because um, you're inside most of the time and keto is great too just because when you're inside all the time you can just cook um you know a lot of great keto, ketogenic meals 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it worked out well for us in that regard. Yeah. Um, One of the things too, um, I did I did a lot of reading while I was uh, while we were on this adventure together, and. Uh, one of the things that helps to actually avoid the keto flu is just increasing your electrolytes. You kind of need to, first of all, you need to drink like double the water, the amount of water that is kind of recommended for you in a day because your body is just like losing water weight constantly um, on this diet. (laughs) (laughs) I guess there's like nothing to soak it up. So it just like goes out of you yeah. <laughs> so it's really easy to get dehydrated which i think contributes to the keto flu and then um replacing certain electrolytes is is um like a big deal um so if you weren't having enough dark leafy greens if you weren't like um having enough salt in your food um these things would ultimately cause you to feel that sluggish feeling in your body to feel like horrible so sorry you went through that, husband. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, but also the the most interesting thing too is um, the the whole fact of going into ketosis, and I was able to go ketosis like very quickly. Yeah, and it um, took me a while. And there's the, just by the differences of men's and women's bodies, it usually takes women a little bit longer. Um, I was able to slip out of ketosis because I did cheat on my keto diet uh twice (laughs) and i blame that on going to texas for work twice and texas not being (laughs) the best place for diets um i don't know if that's true or not but that's how i felt when i was in texas but um yeah it's it's actually kind of interesting to just look you know evaluate our bodies and and kind of you know feeling this change in our bodies Mm -hmm. and, and just kind of maybe understanding the science of our bodies a little bit more. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. Um, it's definitely something that, I don't know, will we do this again? I think I would. Um, given what I kind of learned this first time around, I, I would I would do it again. I, I feel like kind of I'm still on it. I'm keto-ish. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's... There's something that is kind of altered in my brain, um, and I guess that was just from the habit of it. Uh, I, I didn't have any cheat days during that kind of official period that we were on, um, and, and it ultimately showed for me that like I'm capable of this and that I don't really need all these foods that I claim to crave. Um, there are certain things that just like I don't even really want anymore. Kind of like what happened when I started eating red meat again, or at least had it as an option again. Um, it, it just didn't taste as good, <laughs> <laughs> you know, as the last as the last time. Um, I, I experienced this yesterday. Like French fries just don't taste the same for me. Um, rice comes with our meals sometimes that we order in and I'm just like, I don't really need all of this and I don't want it. I don't want to have the feeling that rice gives me after I've consumed an entire bowl of it either. So (laughs) I think I'm good and I'll just eat what's over here and it's okay. 
Um, so that, that was, that was really fascinating for me. I think I really have changed something chemically in my brain and I have no problem with it. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I, I feel you on that baby. Cause I, I feel like we have, I have this, like this, this keto PTSD where first off, I don't want to ever jump back to the way I was before keto. No. Um, so now I'm just kind of like oh man do I really want to do this like is this really <laughs> something I want to do because I, I feel like I don't know it's just like a psychological thing where I feel like if I eat all this bread it's just going to be December 2018 again yeah. you know um, and but I have probably not been as cautious as you um, I I went back to drinking beer because <laughs> I love beer um, fairly instantly um, and also too, like, I don't, but there's things I've cut out of my diet. I was eating a lot of like Belvita cookies every day mm-hmm. and I completely cut that out. I've not gone back to, you know, like, like I used to cook rice every day in quinoa. Haven't gone back to that. Um, haven't gone back to, you know, we used to have like, like all these like potatoes in our, our house. Sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes. I've not gone back to that. Yeah. Uh, so there's, even though I'm, I'm kind of. You know, I haven't gone to extremes as, as Lauren. I still have cut out a lot in terms of, you know, what I eat on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still trying to keep my target weight. Um, and I've, for the most part, like, kept it, which is really good. Yeah. Um, so I want to kind of keep and maintain that for as long as I can. Because um, I, I do like the feeling of, you know, this weight loss. I do like the feeling of... You know, fitting in the clothes I didn't fit into. This is the nice part. I've got some <laughs> clothes in my in the in our closet that are just like ugh, I haven't worn them forever. And maybe like three weeks ago, I basically gave myself a little fashion show because they <laughs> all fit again. Um, and, and I want them to keep. I want to keep fitting into them. Um, I also like. From like a couple perspective, couple's perspective, uh, that we were able to do this together, yeah. and that you know we were kind of able to encourage each other and commiserate when like you go to a restaurant with a friend and there's not a lot you can eat. <laughs> that is the worst. You you tell them not to put bread on the table. Yeah, they, they, they still the put the bread on the table. <laughs> Huge basket of You try bread. to get some substitutions and like, what? Why do you not want this rice on your plate? Right. <laughs> like, can you just leave the rice? Just leave the rice. <laughs> Give it to someone else. We don't want it. Um, so that was that was really nice for me. Um, and kind of the first time that I could sort of diet alongside, alongside somebody. So um, I, I appreciated that and I appreciated having the encouragement. So uh, to go back to the original question, would I do this again? I would do it again, but only if you would do it again with me, honey. Aww. <laughs> Aww. Um, I, I would definitely do it again. Um, I, I think I probably would not do it like right now in the yeah. summer just because... There's just way too many opportunities and temptations yes. <laughs> in the summer. But, you know, once it starts cooling down again and things like that, um, once we get a period where we're not traveling, like, I would definitely do it again. Yeah. And 
even like we're we're going we're traveling next week and we know that we're going to be eating a lot and I'm I'm all I'm already thinking about maybe even doing it for a, a quick period just to readjust um, my body. So yeah, I mean I definitely feel like it's worthwhile. Um, I definitely feel like I would do it again. Um, if you want to, I, I know there's there are friends who have asked us about the diet. Um, if you want to, to, to look into this, um, where do you think people should start? They should so, start the documentary? Or? Yeah, I think the documentary is a great place to start. I, I think if you're looking for like real information, because there's a lot of bad stuff out there. Yeah. There's a lot of people who are like not doing the diet in a healthy way. Um, uh, people who are on the kind of... Uh, quick and dirty keto diet where they just like find substitutions at like McDonald's and Burger King and Taco Bell because that's what they normally eat and they just adjust that. And yes, you can get the same weight loss results, um, but what I what I felt like was different about us and what the magic pill really advocates for is that you do this diet and pick the best things from the categories that you can eat. So um, we, are, we are blessed to be able to afford organic foods and grass-fed meats and you know, antibiotic-free um, chickens and, and, and pork. And it was, it was, I think, way better. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Um, I don't wanna know what the alternative would be like, especially for our toilet. <laughs> people don't need to know that. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying everybody poops. <laughs> um, a, a good couple of resources uh, on online too. Um, Dr. Mark Hyman, uh, who I follow on Instagram, um, he is uh, a big advocate of this diet, um, talks about kind of the, the further health benefits aside from weight loss, kind of what it can do for your brain um, and, and for your, you know, your, your body's function. Um, he has some really great resources there. Uh, let's see. I didn't read any books about it, but I did do a, a good amount of research online. Um, oh, another um, really great resource, uh, Bobby Parrish, um, <laughs> who I follow on Instagram. Um, he has these epic Insta stories, has a uh, YouTube uh, page with his wife video, and they just put out a cookbook um, uh, for a keto meal prep. Um, uh, he and his wife, Desi, um, and they are super, super, super educated, but just like your regular chefs and cooks, like he, he kind of does his own sort of food network himself, <laughs> <laughs> food network for the Insta. Um, and I think food network actually rejected him for like, uh, you know, one of those one of those reality shows that mm. they have on now. Um, but he still does a, a really great job. And he, while he's cooking, he'll tell you all about like what are good fats and like what the best olive oils are. And his videos are um, right now like about hauls and kind of going through a section in 
the uh, grocery store um, to talk about like, you know, looking at the labels and ensuring that you're not getting anything that's going to ultimately be toxic for your body. So those are great resources um, to, to check out um, uh, before you kind of get into this. It's, it's sort of intense. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. And like Lauren was saying, like, they're really good resources. Um, I know I followed if you're on Reddit, there's a few keto subreddits. Um, there's like a keto Reddit, but there's also something called Keto Meals Eating Now, which is basically kind of people talking about like keto meals that they prepared and like sharing like the recipes and also like the photos. Um, because there are some times where you need inspiration because there's a lot of things where you have a default meal that you'll go to, but you'll realize that, you know, it, has something that's not keto so mm-hmm. um that that's been a, well, that was a pretty good resource for me as well um and yeah i mean i i think also too like if it looks sketchy it probably is so just use your best judgment but i would say start out with you know out outlining some of the meals that you already eat and seeing what you can substitute so like you know cauliflower rice for rice mm. and things like that um avocados are keto so seeing how you can you know incorporate more avocados into your diet and kind of like looking at like what you do and kind of seeing like how you can tweak that uh if you are hesitant to take the plunge yeah and if we have inspired you to go and make a big subway hoagie sandwich all good (laughs) we appreciate you listening anyway um this is it's still like a lot of fun for us to do um, talk about our marriage and kind of how we navigate things within our marriage that you, you know, might encounter. So thanks so much for listening. And um, please, please uh, hop onto Instagram and, and subscribe to us. We're, this is Married um, on Instagram. And if you want to subscribe to the podcast, head to thisismarried.us and you can find all of the places where we are in syndication. <laughs> That's right. So cool. Cool. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.